0: Hi everyone, today is Sunday, July 8th, 2018, and this is the Duel Assessment, your podcast for Yu Yu Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. And I'm Deck Tech. And this week we saw some cool new things the return of special duels. We're gonna talk a little bit about those. It's a new way to play PvP. And in the past we had other special duels, but we like this one quite a bit. And of course they dropped news on us on Friday of a new box, Burning Nova. So we're going to go over all those cards. And Cyrus is back as well. And a new season of Ranked Duels and a bunch of other new cards. So, so many new cards in so little time. Deck Tech, where are <laughs> you in this madness? Uh, Yeah, definitely
1: madness. I actually maxed out my gems and my blue uh, orbs. Your rare orbs, and my, right? Yeah, yeah. The, Same time. <laughs> Well, no, I did the dual orbs and the rare jewels and the keys all at the same time. So it's a different kind of madness over here. Obviously, the keys, I just went to the trader and traded for a bunch of colored keys. So the uh, generic keys didn't, I mean, whatever. But I had to use some of the dual orbs. I ended up making a shiny card with the uh, rare jewels. Like, I have, I've almost maxed out my storage on uh, the gems. And that's, of course, because I... I skipped on the last box. Um, We kind of talked about maybe a little bit more of like trading off on which ones we're in charge of as a result, like because we can't kind of keep up with everything as well as we'd like. So I decided to skip the last one. And then, uh, so now I had just like way too many and I don't like the way that they make you manage it where you have, you have to use them after a certain amount of time. They only last for 30 days once you've that cap. Um, so if there were not a box coming out, then I would be forced to use these. But they do release a box close to uh, every 30 days anyway, so I think that's kind of, I guess, their protection against uh, having them be destroyed that way. But I still don't love it. They can't bank very many, especially considering that 10,000 isn't a huge amount since each a pack costs 50 and sometimes you need to buy through a big set three times so i don't know it's not complain time it's how's your week going time so uh so far it's going a little bit weird uh and uh that's mostly it i haven't really had time to play much pvp either the regular one or the special duels so uh we talked about it before i've only played literally nine games because i did two special duels and then i did seven pvp games to clear out my uh Stamped. my stamp thing, yeah, for this event, to get a couple rewards from that, so. How about you? Where are you at?
0: Yeah, so, li- similarly in the resource department, I've got too many rare jewels, but I forgot how to use them, so thanks for reminding me, getting a shiny card. Um, <laughs> that's right. In regular ranked, I played this week, I got to plat 4, because I started plat 1, and then went back to plat 4. I uh, plat 1. Uh, I just suck at fur hires, that's I regret buying that box because I suck at playing them, so that's what happened. And then um, the special duels came around, and I had an idea of making this uh, Ancient Gears deck, which uh, I only have four King of Games, and two of them were of Ancient Gears, so it was naturally for me to go back to them. And I made my own deck, and I got King of Games in two days. Um, So it was nice reliving the nostalgia of gold 3 to King of Games. There's no plat. 1 to 5 and no Legend 1 to 3 in the way so um, and also facing a new meta is a bit refreshing in facing these handicap decks and more character driven decks I guess so pretty fun yeah. to do
1: nice yeah that's uh, a that's good job you pointed out that it's quicker right to get the uh, king of games in this new system so yeah. that's, some- had, that's something we'll talk about
0: I know when I had a win streak, I only had to win one each time. So from rookie to bronze, I think even some silvers, I just won one game. And silvers might have been two, but king of from gold three to king of games, I mean, each gold was three wins in a row, I believe. Some of them were two out of three, I believe, but gold three to king of games, I just had to win three. So um, that's easier than like the four out of five or the five out of six that is normally ranked.
1: Yeah. Uh, Nice.
0: I don't know why we never got King of Games back then. Like it seems so easy to get it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we uh sucked? I don't know. Yeah. Happens.
0: We played I played Victory Viper back then, so I could I could play that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. I,
0: I mean we got a couple.
1: Right? I got King of Games. You like, got it before RPGs. me, way way before
0: me, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So Go to the fr- the only esports event this week documented is the Duel Links Meta Weekly Twenty Seven, and they have a new double elimination format, so you don't have to win all your games. First place, Belial. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead. Oh, that, I
1: was just gonna say it's a uh, it's interesting because they, I mean, they're just kind of really reforming the. The whole format. A best-of-one Swiss until top four with no decklist requirement. Uh, in Once you're in top four, it's a best-of-three single elimination. So uh, double elimination until the top 32. At top 32, it becomes single elimination with best-of-one still. And then uh, once they go to top four, it's a best-of-three single elimination. Um, and you can only have one deck with a five-card side deck. Once you get in the top four, they, I guess that's when they kind of make you lock something in. So it's really just a... I like that they're still trying out various different formats, trying to figure out what they like best, um, both for viewers and the players, I'm sure. So it's all very interesting.
0: Yeah, I know DK does a lot of research about what uh, Magic or Hearthstone does, and he tries to emulate that for this. So there's a lot of thought behind it instead of just randomly thinking of stuff to do so it's a lot that goes into it um nice first place belial the lord of lies <laughs> tie, the tie that binds for higher. this is a new version 21 cards there's only two Donpo. you typically see three of those and there is a monster gate which you normally don't see in this deck
1: Yeah, I like the monster gate. It's fun and techy. Because one of the issues with fur hires is that once you uh, fill up all three of your slots, uh, it becomes a little bit weaker because kind of the strength of the deck is that when you uh, special summon the fur hires, or whenever you summon them, I think, uh, you just get a benefit from the ones that are already out. And so since we only have three monster slots they can get some pretty powerful stuff out. I mean, they have uh, Dinah, who's got 2,500. They've got Wiz, who has a 2,800 defense. So, you know, they've got some solid dudes out, but they're locked into, like, they're limited to just those at that point. And so that's why you have, he's got two Econs. Uh, sometimes you'll Tribute Summon one of your big guys to make a little bit of room. But using the Monster Gate as another way to do it is also fun. I like that.
0: Second place, negative one. Beatdown down, Mast Heroes seems to be their go-to skill now. Uh, not much to say about this deck at all. It's uh, It's got Super Rush Headlong in the sideboard. That's a card we haven't seen in quite a bit of time, I guess.
1: Yeah, and a straight flush, which is, you know, in and out. Um, but yeah, I agree. Otherwise, it looks pretty much like the type of, you know, uh, Mast Heroes that we're used to seeing. So...
0: Three three chalice, I guess, instead of one two and one, treacherous. That's all the for hires, I guess. Something,
1: yeah. Which is interesting because treacherous is okay versus them as well. Sometimes it's worse, sometimes it's better, but
0: yeah. Cool. Uh, third place nog also beat down Mast hero. This one has drill darks instead of the ciders, which I think is like a for hire thing, uh, attacking as for hires. I'm just say other than that as well.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a different uh, magic and uh, trap composition uh, is does go back to the two treacherous trap hole, uh, one polymerization instead of two. So uh, a little bit of a different look, but fundamentally the same deck, and nothing that's going to kind of blow your mind or anything.
0: And Serpy also third place. Uh, Draw Sense Earth Spellbooks with 22 cards. We've seen Draw Sense Earth before, and that only gets you the Fool. So I guess the Fool is pretty important. And 22 cards. So there's no Silent Magician package here as well. Right,
1: yeah. This is funny because when we first saw Draw Sense Earth, it was right before the Silent Magician came out. And so I remember you, you wrote something in the deck description as uh, the last time we are going to see Jaws and Star, right And then my response was, and also the first time. Like, I didn't remember ever seeing it prior to that. But apparently it was a thing and still is a thing. Um, perhaps this person just doesn't have the Silent Magicians, but we're not going to assume that. Um, obviously, it did very well, and it might well still be a very viable option. So that's cool and good to know, especially uh, if you don't feel like spending, you know, your real-life money on this game.
0: Yep. Alright, so that's it. We're going to talk about Special Duel Season 3. This time, you need... Uh, there's a requirement of being a legendary duelist, so each character has a couple of uh, deck-building restric- restrictions, so you have to play... I believe all the skills are... um They're restricted to the character. Like You can't play balance, because so many characters have balance, so... They're only the skills that are unique to the character. And you have to play core cards. There are certain cards you have to have. And then you need to pick, like... There's, like, a menu. You pick, like, two out of how many ever cards you also have to put in your deck, I believe.
1: Yeah, I don't think it's
0: quite, you know,
1: just the unique skills. I'm pretty sure Kaiba has beat down, even though a couple other characters have it too. But it's the ones that, like, um, you know, have the, the character's flavor or identity to them. Uh, beatdown, for so long, Kaiba was the only one with beatdown that it feels like a Kaiba skill, even though other characters now have it as well. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely some... It, the whole point is to kind of get this character flavor and identity going for them all. It's a bit of a throwback, which is fun.
0: Yep. Uh, some of the better ones we've seen, Arcana and Yugi with Dark Magician ones. I've seen the Arcana one quite a bit, actually. The Joey, Last Gamble, Red Eyes crowler ancient gears yugi has silent magician and access to night gandora and pegasus has relinquished which i have faced as well and you did you play that deck
1: no i ended up just playing so
0: when i went
1: into my decks i had like three decks that were already in compliance with these rules which is fine but they were just kind of things that i had around um it ended up being a Dark Magician one. It wasn't the best version of Dark Magician, though, so I won one game and lost one, but um, once I actually like sit down and get a chance to really play it, I will likely um, build just something a little bit better.
0: And I, I did see a bunch of players not use a skill and play Fur Hires or Amazonas. Um, that's pretty common, and that's something I did back then with the Exodia duels. I just played... Gravekeepers, I believe. Now that, that was meta back then, so people are just running the meta decks too.
1: Yeah, that's a bit of a bummer. I didn't realize you could do that when I was looking at it. Um, so that's that's unfortunate because it would have been more fun. I, I had the same complaint with uh with the event where it would have been more fun if they kind of like made people participate. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, whatever.
0: So let's talk about the like how it is in general, I guess. You saw a cool Crystal Beast deck you mentioned? Yes, yeah. Uh,
1: I was talking about it before. I, uh... It was... I I didn't even know what was happening, to be fair. Like, there to be honest, because I played so little Crystal Beast, I only did it to do, like, the quest that was part of the Crystal Beast event to get whatever it was, a 50 or 100 gems or something. Um, so a couple of the cards and and he used the skill where I guess he got to shuffle cards back and yeah Yeah. Uh, yeah. right yeah and then all of a sudden uh, I was dead and I was like okay cool you know that was dope I don't know what happened but I applaud you for it Um, and then the other thing that I faced was just an Ancient Gears deck it was pretty standard um, but I was able to just overcome it because it was a normal deck and I knew what it was doing and I um, played around that
0: (laughs) yeah so
1: how about you you're the one who's played a lot
0: yeah uh it actually wasn't a ton i mean it was just me playing the games and they were fast and uh it kind of took over my regular pvp time and i just got king of games because it was pretty easy um so i built my own ancient gears deck I, i mean before i was looking at all the characters and what they required obviously if they forced you to play a card that sucked like let's say Let's say Bones, you have to play the Pumpkin. Like, who's going to play one Tribute 1800? So I was like, you, you have to rule out certain characters. So... Right, yeah. Crowler needs you to play Ancient Gear Golem, which is a good card, which I liked uh my history. So that's t- what I did. So to build the deck, you need two other cards. And these cards aren't that good. So it's not like Ancient Gear Knight. You, know, you obviously put that card in. But I picked... A ancient gear, another ancient gear castle. So, along with the skill, which gives you one, you get another one, which is a it's a win more card. It gives it does give it an extra three hundred, and it lets you use two ancient gear golems. So, I thought to put that in, and an ancient gear workshop, which is a card you don't see, but it's basically you you add one ancient gear from your graveyard into your hand, which I don't think is a bad card. It's just not good enough for ranked. So, that's the one yeah. I picked. Um. To build the deck, I put another Ancient Gear Golem, three Knights, three Sergeant Electro, one Ancient Gear Soldier, and those are all my monsters. And then um, I had the Castle, as I mentioned, the Workshop, two Chalice, and those are all my maybe magic cards. For For traps, I had a lot of traps. I just put in my best traps. I had Widespread Ruin, I had Floodgate, paleozoic Canadia, two Pulse Mines, two Wall of D... And if I'm missing something, I, I'm i sorry, but I think that that's my whole deck. <laughs> um, <laughs> basically, I just put my best traps. And the way it was, because c- I had a castle and sometimes another castle, I had a lot of traps in my hand. So a, a better a better deck builder might have put less traps, but I figured let's just go with my best cards, my best trap cards, and specifically ones to counter for higher. So that's why the Floodgate, Paleozoic, and two um, Chalice were in my deck and it worked out. So I did lose a few to prevent me from winning all my games, but it was enough to win almost all my games and have a big win streak from Rookie 3 to Gold 2. So from Bronze and Silver, I did not lose at all. So pretty good. Uh, Ancient Gears, I totally recommend for Gang King of Games in special duels. Yeah, nice. That's uh,
1: It sounds like the classic deck from last time you got King of Games with it in like normal duels and, and that I also had a lot of success with so seems like it'd be really good
0: yeah we, we did I think I got two King of Games the first one the first one looks like this because I actually had an Ancient Gear Soldier which is a 1300 which, kinda, which sounds kind of dumb but it was in my deck and the second one was the one we played around where we flipped stuff into defense mode and like Tragedy and uh, Sasuke and stuff like that that was a fancier mm-hmm. one but this was more like the first one Yeah. yeah cool it's a a great way to get those ranked uh ranked tickets if you don't like regular pvp it's definitely a really good time to do it
1: yeah yeah i mean it's it's always nice to kind of shake things up um i would say if you're tired of like the fur hires and stuff then you come here but i guess that's not really the case so uh that's kind of a bummer but still it's fun to have like that different take on things and especially if you're playing this game for the nostalgia purpose, which I think a lot of the early players of this game were, um, a lot of people when we started playing, it it kind of go, harkens back to that original nostalgic feel, and that's kind of cool too.
0: Yep, for sure. So definitely check it out. Um, standard duels multiplier, so now you could fight up to 1-2, one, two, or three standard duelists. You fight only one person, but your awards multiplies, your experience, your duel assessment, your rewards all multiply two or three. You're still capped to eight rewards per game, though, so it depends what you're trying to get out of the triple multiplier, I guess. Uh, So, you could do them at twos or threes, it's up to you, I guess. But it's only against standard duelists.
1: Yeah. I was thinking, for me, it's... uh less relevant because in my normal day to day life I've talked about it before but um, I can kind of just have some auto duels going in the background while I'm doing my work so I usually don't need to kind of power through my standard duelists um, but for people who don't have that ability who you know want to do all their games during their break or whatever this seems like a, a great way to kind of more efficiently do it Uh, time-wise, at a slight cost to rewards since you're capped at 8 still. So, you know, for some people that's definitely worth it. For others, not so much. I'm glad they're adding the option.
0: Yeah, I like it a lot. So, we're going to talk about the new box set now. Burning Nova, it's coming out today. Today's July 8th. It's going to come probably uh, 9 hours from now. 8 or 9 hours, I'd, I'd estimate. That's typically around the time it comes out. Like 8 Eastern, 8 p.m. Eastern. So, um, Or 7, I forget. But it's coming out soon, TM. <laughs> and we're going to talk about the cards. Yeah. So URs cool. and SRs first.
1: Yeah, so uh, I took a look at the URs, so I'll start it off. Uh, the first one in the list that we have uh, on the official website for it is elemental hero nova master one two three four five six seven eight star fusion uh, the materials are an elemental hero monster and a fire monster and uh, twenty six hundred twenty one hundred and it reads must be fusion summoned and cannot be special summoned other ways if this card destroys an opponent's monster by battle draw one card and uh, my thoughts on this are It seems kind of underwhelming, Uh, one fire monster is obviously a lot of utility so uh, there might be something there but 2600 uh, when it kills something it draws one card is like that would just be a normal tribute summon for it to be in discussion these days so like just a one tribute monster with those stats and that ability we still might not even play. So, I don't know. This seems a little pricey to me. I don't think it's going to see a ton of play, if any.
0: Yeah. Element to heroes are just underwhelming as a whole. Maybe if you do something with the Jaden skill where you get extra 1,000 attack. I don't know. Not really. Worth yeah. It.
1: Yeah. Uh, the next one. Battery Man Industrial Strength. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Again, star monster, uh, light, thunder, 2,600 attack, 0 defense. And it reads, This card cannot be normal summoned or set. This card cannot be special summoned except by removing from play two Battery Man monsters from your graveyard. Once per turn, you can remove, one, remove from play one Thunder-type monster from your graveyard to destroy one monster and one spell or trap card on the field. So the Battery Mans, we're going to talk about the archetype. It's one of the sub-archetypes in the set. But uh, they are I'm pretty sure they're all uh, thunder. They, they should be all thunder. Um, and so this is kind of saying uh, for the summon ability, it needs to be very specifically battery man. Uh, for the secondary ability, you can use the battery man cards as well, but also maybe you can, um, you can use some other thunder types if you
0: happen to have them. There's support monsters.
1: Yeah. Okay. Some support monsters. Um, it's also a Thunder Dragon, maybe. Um, so anyway, uh, at first I was really excited about this card because I was thinking like it has some cool synergies with Grass Looks Greener, and uh, unfortunately, we're going to talk about it, like I said, below or later, but the Battery Man, the rest of the cards don't seem that good to me, so my excitement for this card waned as I got uh, farther down in the set. How about you? What are you thinking about
0: it? Yeah, I didn't realize it destroyed two cards, so it it looks better than I thought it was. But um, I thought it was just one card, like destroy one card. But yeah, same thing. At first, I was not impressed with it, just because the other, the support monsters aren't that good.
1: Yeah, the cost to play it is that you have to play the other Battery Man cards, and they're not, they're probably not good enough. I mean, you never rule anything out in this game, but uh, unfortunate there. Yeah. All right, the next one. Uh, Celestia, Light Sworn Angel. Five star, uh, Light Fairy. The Light Sworn were an archetype that uh, was first presented to us in a, an older set. I forget which one. Abyss,
0: right? Uh, hmm? Abyss Rising? Uh, maybe.
1: I'll yeah. take your word for it. Or I could just look it up right now. <laughs> uh, so we got... Yeah, why don't we just see. Abyss Encounters? Mm. No. That wouldn't be that one anyway, because I have a lot of that.
0: It so. could be Residence of Contrast.
1: <laughs> uh, could be, yeah. Why don't you figure that out while okay, I talk yeah. about what she does. Oh, nope, I found it, actually. It's a primal burst.
0: Oh, the fire one.
1: Yeah. Um, so, anyway... These are, uh, they're the monsters that kind of mill, self-mill, and then they get bonuses for doing that, or a couple of them are just powerful, um, and then the downside is the self-milling. So uh, Celestia reads, when you tribute summon this card by tributing a Light Sworn monster, you can send the top four cards of your deck to your graveyard and then destroy up to two cards your opponent controls. Uh, Phrased a little bit differently, but that's the effect. Uh, twenty three hundred attack, two thousand. Or sorry, two hundred defense. So um, the stats aren't super good, but that ability sure is. Um, I think if there's any chance that Lightsworn kind of see play, I think there's a very good chance that this card uh, is part of that because the effect is just crazy powerful. Right. Um, the stats are good enough. They're they're right about. Where you'd want it to be for one tribute in attack, at least uh, in defense, you hopefully you, you don't get flipped. Um, the light swarm before were like okay, there there's basically just one Lila Light Sword Sorceress that saw play, and it was uh, partially for herself milling, partially for her ability to destroy uh, spells and traps, um, or to just kind of lock them down. So it was it was kind of a almost on the cusp, uh, but just wasn't quite good enough. And This might be enough to push them over. There's another pretty solid lightsworn in the set as well, so... yeah. Uh, I'm definitely going to experiment with it. It seems yeah. good enough to try.
0: Uh, yeah, just the description of it, I, it seems pretty good. The, the part that you messed up reading, I guess, it only affects Hazy Flame, because it's a target ability. So, Hazy Flame, they're around sometimes but most cards you can't target, so definitely don't be discouraged by it not affecting Hazy Flame cards. <laughs> hmm? Well, yeah, it, tar- okay. it targets two cards, so you can't target the Hazy Flames, is what I'm saying, but they're not, okay. they're not running everyone over. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, next one, Magician of Faith. Uh, this is a card that was, like, all over the place when I played. Uh, was it for you, too?
0: I mean, it was one of the rarest cards around way back, and everyone ran it, so I guess. Yeah. But, uh, back then there were just a
1: lot of crazy powerful spells and traps. There was uh, I wrote a little list here. There was like Regeki, there was Dark Hole, there was uh, Arby's Feather Duster, Delinquent Duo, Pot of Greed, and these cards were in every single deck because they were so powerful. Uh, There were others as well that I'm just not remembering off the top of my head. So, the Magician of Faith was in turn crazy powerful because she got you back these crazy powerful cards and then it led to cards like Nobleman of crossout was seen a lot of play because of it right. and so so you would get her, you know, she gets you back your Nobleman of Crossouts too that adds so it's a self uh, uh, it fuels itself I guess, I don't know unfortunately or fortunately uh, for this game there aren't as many powerful the the magic cards are or spell cards are relatively much weaker. Uh, we have a lot of powerful monsters and a lot of powerful traps, but not really that many powerful uh, spells. So this uh, this probably won't have nearly as big of an effect. But it might be good enough that we finally start setting monsters in this game. We haven't really set monsters in this game for a long time.
0: Yeah, outside of Sylvans, but um... yeah. Yeah. The I'm trying to think about that card, Monster Reborn Reborn, that's one spell card that came out recently and maybe Spellbooks, I feel like Spellbooks could do a better job with what they have, instead of using yeah. this one yeah,
1: yeah I think Spellbooks would rather play with what they're doing already, uh, that's a good point to add to my list here, Monster Reborn was another one right. that was just <laughs> crazy good uh, so, I don't know There's, it's another card that I'll be glad to have in my collection um but I would not be surprised if it ends up not seeing play, even though it was one of the best cards back when I used to play.
0: You could combo with Econ in this game. You Take an Econ that you used and tribute this one to steal their monster.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Um, the Like the most powerful cards that we have, magics are Econ, um, Super Rush might come back a bit. Um, there's, you could reuse... Uh, Cosmic Cyclones, I guess. You know, there's... There's nothing too crazy, though. I mean, you can only reuse so many Cosmic Cyclones. Uh, Econ's limited. Uh, There's... Yeah, Chalice is okay, but you don't want to be buffing your opponent's guys, like, that much anyway, so... I don't know. It's it's just significantly weaker in this game. Uh, Which is probably a good thing, because... It was weird to just have so many um, standard cards that were just in every deck. It made everything feel very samey. So, I don't know. We'll see. It might see some play. Some. Uh, Next, Kaiku the Ghost Destroyer. Uh, This is another card that was fairly common back when I played. Um, That's because we were in the BLS meta at the time, and it's a dark monster, and so it worked within your deck and to mess up your opponent's deck. Even then, it wasn't amazing, like the Magician of Faith is, but or was, but uh, it was still an okay card. Um, I should have actually read you what it did. First, four-star, um, 1,800 attack, 700 defense, spellcaster, sometimes that matters. And it reads, when this card infle- inflicts battle damage to your opponent, you can target up to two monsters in their graveyard. Banish those cards. And then, just generally, your opponent cannot banish cards from either player's graveyard. So, um, there are actually some reasons why the banish effect, or the restriction on banishing is relevant in this game. Um, There's also, you know, conversely, reasons why his battle damage effect is relevant in this game. 1800 attack is, like, acceptable. in this game. So all of that is to say that this card is kind of decent. We've said it tons of time before, we're kind of past the time where just decent cards see play, so I think this will likely not see a lot of play unless we get more like BLS type cards where you really want a dark spellcaster, or unless we get more things where his uh the banish effects, both of them, are more impactful. So I think it's kind of just below the tier where you play it, but given the right meta and other cards in the meta, it might end up seeing play at some point.
0: I see this as some kind of tech card. Like, I'm trying to think about the common common decks, and Spellbooks can't—this would shut down Spellbooks, I think, because they can't even use Fate. Fate would not even work. They uh, yeah, have no. to get over him. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: I would totally agree, except for that when you attack with him the first time, you can't attack on the first turn. So on the second turn, you attack with him, and they just get rid of him with fate before he does anything. Oh, no, you're right. His static...
0: Huh. His, yeah, yeah, his okay. constant ability. The right, yeah. Amazonus, they can't banish him with the Onslaught. The... Oh, no, that's uh, uh, it's Graveyard. Yeah, third. it's
1: only Graveyard. Yeah. Otherwise, I agree, it'd be pretty
0: solid. It also shuts down Celestial. Well, that's that's if they're behind. They could get Ankyon. So it's, it's, it's okay. I guess it's mostly against spellbooks that this affects.
1: Yeah, and they ended up being less impactful in this meta than we uh, anticipated. The, la- the last so. meta
0: might have been better, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, so anyway. Maybe like
0: a, a tech card or something.
1: Right, yeah, it's kind of a tech fringe card. Um, I have a soft spot for him, just like I used to have a soft spot for... Uh, Parse Shaft so I might try to play him a little more than the general community does but anyway Uh, next card, Thunder Seahorse 4 star, thunder 1600 attack, 1200 defense Uh, you can discard this card to add two level 4 light thunder type monsters of the same name with 1600 or less attack from your deck to your hand you can only use this effect once per turn and you cannot special summon the turn you activate this effect. So this is a tutoring and card advantage, so very powerful effect, except that it's, like, super restrictive. Um, You know, level 4, 1600 attack, light, and thunder. Uh, There's not very many targets for it. And I searched for what we already have in the game, and there's essentially no targets that are... Even remotely relevant already in the game, so this is only for the battery man synergy within this set, and we've mentioned a couple times uh, we're not very impressed with the battery man uh, sub think sub theme of this deck, so um, I don't think this card is super good now um, it might see some play uh, you know if different cards are added. Um, The only way that I kind of see this scene some play is in a farm deck because uh, it's, you know, you get to go through your deck quickly and you can pick up Rai Mei from it. And Rai Mei has seen play in some farming decks before, so um, maybe. But all in all, I don't really think this is a, a card that's going to see much play.
0: Yeah. I don't think the Hunter family even works either, right? Like the Ma Hunter and Pa Hunter and stuff like that. Uh, uh, we they... don't play those. So...
1: <laughs> right, yeah. I was going to say, they are targets, but they're not like relevant because no one plays those cards. So yep. those are the other thing you could get.
0: There's two options. Two unplayable. Well, we don't know about the battery men, so we'll see.
1: Yeah, yeah, we might be wrong. We, we don't know, but I don't think so. so. Nope. All right, next one. Uh, Gem Knight Lady Brilliant Diamond, which seems like one of those poorly translated things, where it's just a series of words, but
0: just like the just like the previous title of this episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, was, that was the intention. Yes.
1: Um. So we've got like ten stars here. I think um, thirty. It's a fusion monster. Thirty-four hundred attack. Two thousand defense. The material for the fusion is three Gem Knight monsters. And it says, must first be fusion summoned with the above fusion materials. You can only special summon Gem Knight Lady Brilliance Diamond uh, once per turn. Uh, And then her other effect is, once per turn, you can send one face-up Gem Knight monster you control to the graveyard. And if you do, special summon one Gem Knight fusion monster from your extra deck, ignoring its summoning conditions. So, uh, basically... If you already... uh, You can summon her from your hand because it's a fusion, and then if you have one or two guys already out, you can just make a huge board. Um, Seems like some OTK potential here. A a fairly big investment because you need the Polymorph plus three gem knights plus to have things already on the board, but um, you know, 3400 that also lets you kind of make your other guys huge by swapping them out for other giant fusions Uh, seems like a lot of otk potential i it would be even more otk potential if she could do this during the battle phase but i'm pretty sure you cannot just based on the normal rules of this game and and how cards generally work Uh, but if you can then that's even more otk potential and it might be worth playing her for that
0: yeah i'm not going to pretend to know all that gem knights do because i remember last time they were quite tricky uh there is one fusion, I believe it's Citrine. It kinda has that uh ancient gear slash anti magic arrow ability. So there might that goes into the one turn kill thing you mentioned, so there could be something there, I'm not sure.
1: Yeah, and then the other thing would be if they have abilities. Um let's see here.
0: There's so many of them. There's so many different right, ones yeah. in the last set. Yeah.
1: What are, yeah. I was going to look through them, but probably shouldn't bother doing that live. But I'm thinking like if they have abilities so you can cycle through them and they have either enter the battlefield abilities right. or yeah. So like you can get the gem Knight uh, Sarah the um, and that allows you to do an additional normal summoner set. So she can kind of give you more fuel to get more of your fusion monsters after you've started the chain. So that's kind of cool. Um, I don't know. There's some. There's some. There's definitely some cool stuff you could do here. I remember the Gem Knights weren't quite good enough last time, um, and obviously things have, generally speaking, gotten more powerful, but actually I think last time was around Cyber Angels, so maybe things have gotten weaker since then, and, and maybe they do have a chance. Anyway. Next card is Kunai Wit Chain. Um, so you pointed out that we already have one or maybe two of these, uh, from various, like, I think, card flippers and, oh, what's it from? Reprint box. Oh, reprint box. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't have any. Maybe someone else just does though. (laughs) Uh, anyway, uh, I don't, you know, we, we know this card, it's kind of a meme a little bit. It's from the show. Uh, it's a trap card, activate one or both of these effects simultaneously, Uh, when an opponent's monster declares an attack, target the attacking monster, change that target to defense position, and then the other ability is target one face-up monster you control, equip this card to that target, it gains 500 attack. Um, All in all, it's a okay card. Um, It's an equip that gets rid of a little bit, that mitigates the downside a little bit of equip cards, because you kind of get an effect up front. But it's already in the game, and it doesn't see any play, and... um, doesn't seem good enough to kind of, like, there's no reason really for it to see play. So uh, it's the type of card that you'll see a lot more in kind of gold and lower, and then after that, probably not really see it at all.
0: Yeah, I saw it once during special duels. That's it.
1: Yeah, there you go. That makes sense, too, because you have a restricted card pool, so maybe even then... um, Alright, next one. Uh, Dust Tornado, it's another trap. And it reads, target one spell trap card your opponent controls. Destroy that target, then you can set one spell or trap card from your hand. Um, So there's... I mean, this is another kind of flavorful card, I think. For some reason, this stands out to me as important from the show or something. Um, There's also some other specific gameplay reasons why you might play it, like Balance Math or Paleozoic's. Um, I think the main use might be for farming where you want to clear your uh the target's back row and then also you need to use a um a trap on as part of your farm or something maybe um but generally speaking, this is worse than the other options we have, so i don't think it'll see like widespread play i think that it's good enough that it'll see some play and there will be some reasons why sometimes it is the best option but it's not going to be kind of a universal thing like some of the other ones we have
0: yeah it's better than the one where you lose 500 but it's worse than a double cyclone or parallel twister so
1: yeah like exactly for the most part worse than those so it's like you know depending on what you're trying to do you might sometimes play this Alright, uh, and the last UR is another trap, Horn of the Phantom Beast. And it reads, target one beast or beast warrior type monster you control, equip this card to that target, it gains 800 attack. If the equipped monster destroys your opponent's monster by battle and sends it to the graveyard, draw one card. So this one, to me, it's kind of like a better version of what Kunai would change trying to do. And I actually kind of really like this one. Um, so the point is that you're playing an equip card that, since you get some card advantage from it, it n- negates or mitigates the downside of playing equip cards, which is that you can easily get two for one uh, with them. If your opponent does one does something to destroy your monster, then you also lose your equip card and your down card advantage, and that sucks. Um, so this one, you're drawing one, sometimes even two cards from it. And so it's just like you're getting all that value back. And uh, the reason why I saying two is because if they attack into your monster because their monster is 700 stronger, and then you buff yours, your monster doesn't have to be attacking for you to get this effect. It's just any battle. So uh, you get one from their attack, and then you get to counterattack and get one that way too. And if you do that, that's just backbreaking, probably win that game. Um, I'm not sure if this is worth playing over other things like, you know, Wall of D, even Mirror Wall, which hasn't seen a ton of play recently. But, um, you know, the 800 might not be quite good enough, but people played, like, Inspiration at the time. Uh, So all of those various things are to say if there's a deck where we have Beasts or Beast Warriors kind of making a comeback... Um, I would not be surprised at all if this gets into it. It is uh, a little bit of one of those cards that is more of like a a tempo, like play fair type card, um, as opposed to the cards where are dominating the game now by just special summoning three monsters on your first turn and beating down OTK and all that type of stuff. Uh, So it might not quite be good enough even then, but uh, I'm excited for this card. I think there's a lot of potential here, and I think it might end up seeing play... Which would make it one of the very few equipped cards that do, so that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, this might have a home in Bujins because everyone is a beast or beast warrior, and they play thirty card decks, so maybe there.
1: Yeah, yeah, that one might work. I was thinking also, um Hazy. Geez, what are they called? The uh no, the Tag Out guys. But does it oh, work? Glad beasts. Glad beasts. Beast, yeah. Uh, I
0: don't know if you could target the hazies. is the problem.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I don't think you can either. I think it's no one who can target them. So Rip. Anyway. Um so that's it for the URs.
0: Alright. SRs, Megalos Smasher X. Uh Dinosaur of Two Thousand Attack. We saw um Saber Source see some play when it first came out and was nineteen hundred. This is a straight upgrade. The power creep goes up 50, so the last guy we saw was like a 1950, so this is 2,000. Uh, I don't think it's enough to get Dinosaurs back, but a 4-star 2,300 is pretty good. Yeah,
1: yeah, very powerful. Um, another one of those cards where it's kind of uh, asking you to play fair, where you're summoning one thing per turn and attacking, and, you know, and we're, we might be just completely beyond that point at this point in the game, but it's a very solid card if we are at that point in the game.
0: Battery Man Microcell One Star 100 One Hundred One Hundred Flip Effect Special Summon One Level Four or Lower Battery Man Monster from your deck, except for Microcell. After this card is flipped and destroyed by battles draw one card. So it seems like a chase card. If you're building the Battery Man, they try to, um, you know, replenish their hand and get stuff on the board and draw cards, and um, you know, it's an easy target for the uh, Industrial Strength. I guess it just does a lot. It's not for attacking, obviously, but it just does a lot for the the deck to chase, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's like a workhorse engine type card. Um, It's another card like the Magician uh, that makes you want to set cards um, and lose the board for it because this dies to everything. But you get a powerful effect for having done so. Um, I guess you don't completely lose the board because you get to special summon something for it. But uh, I don't know. Uh, again, this, like you said, it's completely contingent upon whether the Battery Man is any good, which we're leaning towards no. but this is a very powerful engine if it is any good, and you would definitely play this in that deck. This would be one of the reasons to play that deck.
0: Yes. Now, um, Doshe, Putting Pudding 5-star, 1000, 1000, Earth Fairy. If this card in your possession is destroyed by your opponent's card by effect or battle, it's, it's sent to the graveyard, you can shuffle it back in your deck. Uh, While you have no monsters in your graveyard, this card gets 800 attack and defense. After damage calculation, when this battles an opponent's monster, you can target one one card your opponent controls and destroy that target. So this doesn't look good at all right now, but you have to look into the other Maldoshe cards they have in this set. And you'll see why you want three of this card. Uh, There's just a lot of synergy in that archetype, which we'll discuss later. But this is the chase card for that set. Hmm,
1: interesting. Um, I unfortunately ran out of time, so I didn't get to see all the cards in the set, so um, I'm sitting at the edge of my seat waiting to hear why this ends up being good, because I was not impressed.
0: Yep. Brother of Firefist Dragon, this is another archetype that is coming back, 4-star, 1800, 400 Beast Warrior. Once per turn, you can activate a Fire Formation spell or trap, except during a damage step, if you activate it. You can set one Fire Formation trap directly from your deck. Once returned, you can send two face-up Fire Formation spells or traps you control to the graveyard. Target one Fire Fist in your graveyard, except for Dragon and Special Summon it. So, again, this is, this is something you'll have to look at for the whole set. But you can tutor any trap you want. And they try to get seven. The goal is to get seven Fire Formations into the graveyard. Uh, traps and spells. So, this is, this could destroy two a turn. I don't know if the archetype's going to work because it's kind of like you're sacrificing seven of your cards, which have benefits, and then you destroy them to do this big thing. That's all it's for.
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. I think it might see more play just as, like, as an engine outside of specifically the fire formation, uh, trying to the threshold thing. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, it's, it's an, it's one of those cards, you know, 1800 attack, like we just t- talked about with Kaiku, it's like, close enough that you're actually considering it just as a card that you might play, as opposed to, um, only requiring it to be in this specific deck.
0: Yeah, we see them kind of spread out in other, uh, we see Raven, I think, in, uh, in Hazy Flames. Another yeah. one, I forget, yeah. Fire Formation yeah. Gyaku, yep. Yeah.
1: There's definitely a few of them that already see some play, um, and this might be another one, or they might all, you know, the ones that are already good enough without all the synergies are obviously going to continue to be good. So, you know, know, there's something there.
0: Brotherhood Firefist Leopard. uh, Zero attack, 200 defense. During the main phase, if this card is normal summoned or special summoned, this turn, you can tribute a Firefist monster Set one Fire Formation Spell or Trap directly from your deck. So typically you want to sacrifice this guy because you don't want a zero attack on the board. And basically it gets, it's a combo piece. You could use Dragon to get Leopard and use Leopard to get a Spell or Trap like Fire Formation Gyaku from your deck and lock down their board. So this is a combo piece.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: The Soul of Purity and Light, two thousand eighteen hundred six Six Star Fairy. This cannot be normal. summoned or set. You can only special summon it by removing from play two light monsters in your graveyard. All monsters your your opponent controls lose 300 attack during their battle phase only. So this is a free card. Um, you take out two guys in your graveyard, banish them, and get a free 2,000. And, yeah, we saw some cards like this previously, like the Rock Spirit or stuff like that. Yeah, it's...
1: I'm not very excited by it, which is interesting because I'm generally excited by graveyard cards, but um, it it could see play. I mean, a free 2,000 attacker is not bad. Uh, the debuff to your opponent's monsters is okay, so maybe.
0: Gilosaurus. 3-star, 1,400, 400 dinosaur. You can special, car- special summon this card from your hand. If special summon this way, you can activate this effect. Your opponent can special summon one monster from their graveyard. So this is a lot like the card Dianterium. Uh, and if you have one or two of these, you could special summon them onto the board from your opening hand and then ramp tribute a one or two star monster. I mean one or two tribute monster.
1: Yeah, this might be one of the most impactful cards uh from the set, and if we didn't already have the Dinaturian, then it would definitely be one of the most impactful cards from the set. Um card uh decks like Hazy Flame just really need to kind of ramp that first turn and uh So do, there's a couple other decks as well that can use that, like Monarchs and stuff that aren't as prevalent, so um, this is a good, solid card.
0: Yeah. Uh, Evocator Chevalier, 4-star Warrior Gemini of 1900-900. Like a Gemini, it's a normal until you activate its ability, so it's like 2 summons. You can send one face-up, equip you control to the graveyard, target one card your opponent controls, and destroy it. It's kind of like a Noble Knight card. It's kind of exactly the same. Uh, you could use like Supervisor Big Bang Shot or you could fit it with the Noble Knight uh swords which come back.
1: Yeah, yeah, I kinda like it. Uh we haven't seen Supervise for a while, but it's a really powerful card. It's another one of the very few equips that are actually worth playing. Uh so this might be kind of part of that as a bit of a combo thing.
0: Curse of Dragonfire, this is a reprint card. Five star two hundred fifteen hundred, when it's summoned you can target one field spell and destroy it. You could use it as a fusion material, which is kind of weird, but it's not playable because it's got like four-star stats and fields are not really played right now, so...
1: Yep, agreed. It doesn't see play and it won't see
0: play. Treasure Panda Four-Star Beast eight eleven hundred two thousand. 2000 You can banish up to three spells or traps in your, from your graveyard face down. Special summon one mo- normal monster from your deck, whose level equals the number of cards banished. To activate this effect, this is kind of like uh, Shine Ball Venus, where you could bring back like an Ojama or a Mystic Shine Ball, stuff like that, and use Order to charge.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem very good to me. It's like really slow and uh, and intensive because you need to have a spell or trap for each level. So I so you need like two or three. I mean, I guess you, there's a couple. One, like you said, the Shine Balls, but I don't know. Also, this guy has low attack, so you'd need to like set it and then let it uh, get attacked into or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it.
0: Sky Galloping Gaia, the Dragon Champion, another reprint card. You fuse Gaia, the Fierce Knight, any Gaia monster and a dragon. uh, Twenty-six to twenty-one. You can add one Spiral Spear Strike from your deck to your graveyard or graveyard to your hand when it declares an attack on a monster, you can change their battle position. It does a lot, but it dies to effect damage, banish, banish effects, stuff like that. It's not enough.
1: Yeah, uh, almost certainly not enough. I actually have seen this see a little bit of play. <laughs> um, yeah, when it first came out, yeah. Yeah, when it first came out. So I, it might make a comeback now that more people have access to it, um, but probably not a huge comeback. It, It probably at most just see a little bit of fringe play again. If I open them, I will probably try it out because I didn't have it when it first came out, so I never got a chance to try it out. and It was kind of fun looking.
0: I think I have Curse of Dragonfire. I'm not sure if I have this guy. I definitely yeah. got a few of these. Yeah. And Gem Knight Fusion. A normal spell. Fusion summon one Gem Knight monster from your extra deck using cards from your hand or side of the field, which is basically polymerization. If this card is in your graveyard, you can banish one Gem Knight from your graveyard and add it to your hand. So, Gem Knights do a lot of stuff in the graveyard. I'm not going to pretend to know what they do, but this is a special Polymerization for that deck.
1: Yeah, and the upside is that you are essentially um, reducing one card cost off of Polymerization. Because you use this effect, and you have to pitch a couple Gemini, uh, Gemini monsters to polymerize whatever you're doing and then so you all instantly have something in the graveyard so that you can get this back for your next one so uh, basically it's kind of just reducing the cost of playing a polymerization uh, by one so that's in a deck where you need to do that very solid this will definitely see play in that deck
0: yep alright let's go over the archetypes broadly and the one that I liked the most was the Baldoches actually
1: yeah, tell us why you thought that card that didn't seem that good is actually pretty good.
0: Yeah. So their whole goal is to send all of their cards back into the deck and have no monsters in the graveyard. That's kind of their goal. So, it would help if I know the rarity of these cards, but Maldoshay Chateau is a field spell. Basically, when you play it, you bring all of your Maldoshays back into your deck. They gain 500 attack and defense. If if a monster in your graveyard will be returned to the deck by the effect of a Maldoshe Monster, you return it to your hand. So, this is a hard reset to their goal of having no monsters in the graveyard. And the reason you want that is because of Maldoshe T Break and Maldoshe Knights. So, these are N rarity cards. Maldoshe T Break. Counter-trap. When a, tra- when a spell or trap is activated, and you if you have no monsters in your graveyard, negate the activation. And if you do, return it to the hand. So you- I believe you return the opponent's card back to their hand. Then if you control face-up Maldoche, putting Cess, destroy one card your opponent controls. Mm. Maldoche, knights. When a monster... Counter-trap. When a monster effect is activated, and if you have no monsters in your graveyard, negate the activation... Then if you control Maladoshay Putting Cess, shuffle one random card from your opponent's hand into the deck. So these cool. two counter anything, I guess. Uh, and then if you have the Pudding Cess out, you do additional things.
1: Yeah. The T-Break is interesting. Uh, because you give it back to them. So it's like, that only counters certain things. Uh, counters like traps pretty well because then they have to reset and do it right. again for another turn but if they're just playing like a normal uh, spell or a quick play on their turn then it's like okay whatever um, right. so that's interesting but you get that destroy anyway so you do get some value out of it Yeah. and then uh, like you said the other one seems really powerful as well we don't have very many discard effects this is a pseudo discard effect so that's kind of cool
0: there is maloche Ticket and another card I can't pronounce. Uh, the Cat, uh, Mew, Feel? I I don't know. <laughs> but basically, they they get to cheat out the five star. So with those, you can get the putting cess on the board immediately. Um, Broken lesson. Lesson Maldoshé lesson. Where's this card? Trap card. Target one Malo Shea monster and in your graveyard shuffle that into your deck. So this, this kind of activates the trap cards in the event you have one of them in the graveyard. They all gain 800 attack and defense. All Malo Shea monsters gain 800 attack and defense uh, permanently, I believe. And then you can shuffle one other monster from your graveyard into the deck. So you could bring two of them back, one or two back, and then they all gain 800, in def- 800 attack and defense permanently. So, nice. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: It's interesting because it's not a continuous trap, so I don't know about that eight hundred.
0: It, it doesn't I say guess... at the, until the end of the turn, so I assume yeah. that's what. I, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. It says the ones you currently control, so I think you just buff yeah. those ones.
0: So. And they're pretty weak, so you definitely want the <laughs> permanent. Yeah. Yeah. So I see them as a as a new control deck. You just need the. Pudding sets three of those, and you're good to go.
1: Yeah, it sounds really annoying. So that's exactly what control decks are in this game: just annoy your opponent until they concede.
0: Yeah, it's it's anti-deck out. Like they 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 they're never going to deck out because they keep returning their stuff, and you're going to draw your cards. So that's what it does.
1: Yep, there you go.
0: Battery men. So there is solar, which I like. Solar is a rare. Um, 1500, I believe, 1515. 15. When it's normal, summon, or special summon, you can send one Thunder from your deck to the graveyard. So this accomplishes the goal of the industrial strength. You put stuff mm-hmm. in the graveyard. Yep. Uh, it makes counters, so whenever you play another Thunder, you could get a counter. A token, I believe. I, I mean, and it copies the name of another monster. So the Batteryman AA... A uh, double A, I mean, they, <laughs> for each card of the name, they gain a thousand attack and defense. So you have two, they become two thousand, two thousands. And the solar counts as one of them. So there's some synergy there.
1: Yeah, there you go. I wasn't super impressed with the uh, attacking with the double A, but um, yeah, that's a cool little synergy thing too. I do think the putting stuff in your graveyard is pretty solid. Um, I'm. We're still not sold, though. <laughs> I think it makes more sense to kind of do it all in one batch, maybe, or... I don't yeah. know. The- interesting. S-
0: super Electromagnetic Netic Voltic Dragon, 5-star, it gets an ability depending on which card you tribute, but if you tribute an AA, it's a 1-tribute 3400. Yeah. <laughs> That's something. Yep. Yeah, it
1: is. And it also works with the uh, solar as well, right? You can make it become... Whichever right. of these you need So that's kind of cool
0: And battery charger You could basically bring back any battery man For 500 life points
1: that's Very good, good. Especially yep. when you need to do like uh, tributes and stuff So
0: Yep Those are I, ones I
1: liked Yeah, yeah that seems good um, I don't Really have anything to add on those Like I said I kind of ran out of time To look through the rest so we'll have to see if there's Anything cool once it all comes out
0: uh, Gemnites, there's a bunch of Resurrection stuff going on. This guy looks like he's dancing as Alexandrite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tribute it, Special Summon, one Gemnite Normal monster from your deck. The other one is Obsidian. If this is sent from your hand to the graveyard, which is basically uh, polymerization, you can target one level 4 or lower Normal in your graveyard and Special Summon it. So it gives you extra stuff to polymerize again. Uh, and a bunch yeah. of them are normal, so that makes sense. Right, yeah. Lapis Lazuli. This is a burn card. It, uh, Once per turn, you can send one Gem Knight from your deck to the graveyard. It flips 500 for each special summoned monster on the field, so it includes all of your opponents for hires. Um, Alright. This is like a different strategy, the burn yeah. strategy. It can be quite annoying. It's only once per turn, though, but it could be like 1,500 or 2,000 each time. Because it counts yeah. itself. Yeah.
1: Right, yeah. That's interesting.
0: Um, gem Enhancement, I also liked. It's like Mask Change. Where is this card? Getting confused.
1: <laughs> uh, here we go. It's an end trap. And it reads, tribute one Gem Knight monster to target one Gem Knight monster in the graveyard. Or sorry, tribute one Gem Knight monster, comma, then target one Gem Knight monster in the graveyard. Special summon that target from the graveyard. Um, That wording makes me think you can hit yourself. Does that work? To just kind of refresh your attack?
0: Yeah, you get another attack, basically. Like, I think it's like a mass change, pretty much.
1: Yeah, that's kind of cool.
0: So we'll see like where it.
1: those go. Yeah, I mean, it's a trap, uh, which I remember now from the first time we had knights, there was kind of that situation as well where there was some OTK potential, but you had to set it up the turn before because it, it requires some trap action. So this kind of perpetuates that same problem. But there, we're getting a lot of pieces here. And once you kind of hit that critical mass, you're like, okay, are we there yet? Um, because this right. is just another way to, to maybe get there for that OTK.
0: Fire formations. We don't know if this is going to work out, but their goal is to use the card Ultimate Fire Formation Seto. It's not Seto Kai, but it's uh, something similar. But Trap One, a uh, normal Trap, Banish Seven Fire Formation spells or traps in your graveyard. Special Summon as many Fire Fist Monsters as possible from your graveyard. You only have three zones, so max three. Um, then yeah. you can set Fire Formation spells directly from your deck, except for this one up to the number of monsters special summoned by this effect. So if you get 7 in the graveyard, you're going to get basically one to kill your opponent, and you could just put Fire Formation Gyakus on the board and win, but 7 is a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Because if you think about it, you need 7 plus 3 so that you get any benefit from this, uh, Spells and Traps. So that's at least... 11 because you need to actually play this card too and then you need at least three uh of the monsters so that you get any benefit from playing this card so you've already filled up 14 cards of your deck uh just so that this one card and if you're running multiple copies of course you get 15 16 cards are filled from your deck just to make this card have any value um which is kind of obviously that's a pretty big ask when you're running 20 to 30 card decks
0: so right it all works against its favor. Yeah. Snake, snake. I like. 1800. Uh, I'm not going to read its abilities, but you could basically send two again. Two, it's kind of like the SR, where you can send two of them, and you get to draw a card. Rhino is a protection card that makes your guys stronger.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I don't really have anything to add on those, so...
0: Lavels. Lavels are the R and N only group, so it's unlikely they're good. <laughs> <laughs> typically, typically you have like a SR if the if the archetype's good. Yeah, they're pretty boring. Honestly, they just they they are a milling not a milling. They are like a graveyard deck, so they gain abilities based off the graveyard. So yeah, let's see. Lava Burner, five star, twenty one hundred. You have three or more lavels with different names you can special summon it, so it's a different it's pretty easy to get three. Mm-hmm. Uh I the rest of this.
1: There's a four star twenty one hundred attacker, but we were just talking about how twenty three hundred attacker with uh with dinos is probably not yeah. enough to bring them back, so it's kinda of like whatever.
0: Laval blaster. This is kinda of like uh Mushroom... So it's like 4 star 1200. When this card is normal summoned, if you have a Lava Monster in your graveyard other than this one, you could choose a number from 1 to 5. <laughs> then send that many cards from the top of your deck to the graveyard. This card gains 200 attack for each Lava Monster. Sent to the graveyard from that ability. So it's like, yeah, they do the same thing where they kind of need grass. Like something to excavate, and then they gain extra attack. But they're only attacking, that's all they do. That's All their abilities are just gain attack. So that's not enough
1: right yeah at this point in the game we need more than that you need to kind of control the board and stuff so
0: okay yep. not much to say about them yeah. and the elemental heroes are back so they're they kind of have their other fusions that you never saw before uh rampart blaster or this gets to attack when it's in defense mode so it's a 2500 defense and it gets to hit directly for a thousand yeah I thought that was kind
1: of cool Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's particularly good but it was kind of cool
0: Wild Wingman is kind of like a Snipe Hunter. You could discard a card each, like as many as you want, to destroy back row, but it's kind of weak, so that's the trade off. Yeah. Fifth Hope, you could draw two or three cards, but you have to have five Elemental Heroes in your graveyard, I believe. Yeah, Hero Signal, that helps infuse. Not much to say.
1: Yeah. Um, the only one I want to add is, um, it doesn't get its own little category, but the wolf, the Light Sworn Beast, uh, you right. pointed out, uh, that, that goes with the Light Sworn that we talked about before. It's a four-star, uh, light Beast Warrior, 2100 attack, 300 defense, and it reads, cannot be normal summoned or set, must be special summoned by a card effect. Uh, and then it reads, if this card is sent from the... From your deck to the graveyard, special summon it. So, uh, like we talked about, the Lightsworn like to self mill, so it seems like there's going to be a good amount of, of chances for this guy to just get instantly summoned to the board. Um, some back of the Lightsworn. <laughs> yeah. Some of the Lightsworn uh, do it like at the end of your turn, so you don't get an immediate value, but some of them do it right away, so um, you can, you know get these extra just attackers that people didn't really uh, plan for. And it uh, seems pretty solid, a free 2100.
0: Sounds like Sylvan's all over again. They're back-to-back, and you play Celestia, it's game over.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you can you could definitely get some OTKs from it. Or it's just like card advantage, because the, the milling, self-milling is kind of almost neutral it's um usually costed like a little bit of a benefit um some of the times though it's costed as a negative and then this gives you an advantage from it so it's kind of cool
0: yep so this is a pretty cool box overall and yeah, DeckTech tech will be buying a lot of it i will buy a little of it and that is it yep
1: all right we're going pretty long so why don't we uh go through Let's the show. rest of the stuff
0: cyrus is back he's got two new cards Armor it's finally a win condition for roids. 8 star 2700, if this card's tribute summoned with at least one roid monster, banish all spells and traps on the field. So build yeah. those Cyrus decks. This is a win condition, but hard to do.
1: Yeah, you still need some roids on the field already, so, eh.
0: Decoy Roid, they have to attack it. That's basically all it does. <laughs> they can't attack any other guy except for this one. Yeah. Um... Ranked duels update. So, ranked duels are extended five days into August. That's important to note. So, you have five extra days to get King of Games.
1: Yeah, Fiendish it's weird. Or... Yeah. It, uh... Yeah. They said that that's to do with the... Uh, what is World, it? Champs. the World Champs. Yeah, so... That's interesting. Uh, just keep it in mind.
0: Fiendish Engine Omega. 8 star 2800. Special summon an engine token each turn. I mean, during the end phase. If you have, if you can have this card gain 100 attack until the end phase. During the end phase, if this effect was used, destroy it. So maybe you could chalice it and keep it on the board, but it's an engine with no archetype. Mm-hmm. Maiden of the Aqua, a 4 star of 700, 2000. As long as this card is on the field, the field is treated as Umi, though there's no attack or defense buff from the field. Yeah, that's all it does. Huh. You can play Sea Stealth with someone other than Mako to trick your opponent. Yeah. You see, it's hard to yeah, just to
1: mess with them. That's that's kind of interesting.
0: Something, yeah. yeah. Uh Energy Bravery, four star, seventeen hundred, twelve hundred. <laughs> Gemini monsters you control that are treated as effect monsters cannot be destroyed by card effects. So you don't you typically don't run like a Gemini only deck and uh it's kinda like extra for that.
1: Yeah. Um the Gemini like you need to have already summoned them, so that's yeah. kind of like you're assuming something like three turns <laughs> uh which is a bit of an assumption in this game. So I don't know if this is like if if you'll ever really be in situations where you would get any benefit from this.
0: Right. Yeah. And finally card trader stock. New cards Light Ray, Mador, 6 star, 1200, 3000. If three or more of your Light Moxers are banished, you can special summon this from your hand. Uh, once returned, this card cannot be destroyed by battle. So this is very sticky, assuming there are no banished effects running around. And this has some synergy with things like uh, the Soul of Purity and Light, where you could get two two cards banished.
1: Yeah. yeah there you go. That's kind
0: of cool. Break Garden is horrible. You basically need to <laughs> Gemini summon it to get 2300 defense, so two turns set up for 2300 defense. Yeah, yeah, that's not
1: particularly good.
0: Doppelganger trap, continuous trap. When you take damage from the effect of an opponent's monster, inflict the same damage to your opponent. So it's like a burn card, but it's only for monsters. Anti-burn card, I mean.
1: Yeah, I mean, there, that can sometimes be relevant.
0: <laughs> it's the counter to the Lapis Lazuli basically what it's for
1: yeah or yeah so it, it doesn't negate the damage so I guess it's not that good but in like a really close game with lava golems or whatever you know there's right. something there too or a jeez um, what's it called the amazonas
0: it doesn't work that's battle damage I think
1: but it's by effect the, um,
0: the swordswoman I, I
1: thought
0: it was battle damage
1: I don't know That's interesting. Like redirected battle damage. I don't know. Okay.
0: I'm not sure, so I won't comment. (laughs) Let's figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Your opponent takes battle damage. Oh, okay. Uh, Cool. I'm not sure, but we'll say it doesn't work for now. Yeah. Maybe it
1: does. I think you're right, because they call it battle damage.
0: So we are done today. You're going to get your Kreebos soon, so you can pick whichever five Kribos you want. Which one of the five? Um, so, we're going to wrap up today. Shout out and much love to Grand Harrier for coming back to Patreon. Thank you very much for the support.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, we love to, um, you know, we like to shout out everyone who supports us on Patreon. We really appreciate it, um, supporting us for what, you know, we like to do. And uh, and we love to see people coming back too, so that's great. Thank
0: you. Yep. Thank you very much. So that's us. That's it uh, for us again. Hopefully, the the uh, issue last week with the episode not loading to Wednesday has been resolved. So uh, hopefully, this episode will come out immediately after we push it out. You can listen to it and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcla- Overcast, YouTube, and many other sources. Check out the podcast and more at our website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com, Facebook, facebook.com slash thedualassessment. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash thedual, slash dual underscore assessment. Email us with any questions at thedualassessment at gmail.com or Twitter, dual underscore assessment. Me at GreenRangerCCG, HS and Tech.
1: Yep, we love to hear from you guys, and we'll see you guys next time.
0: Alright, see you guys.